welcome back to the New York Gun Guys podcast. I'm sorry, Taylor. Did Was I too loud for you? No, nah, I raised the volume on my headphones, and uh, <laughs> I raised it too much. Okay, good. It's your fault. Well, yeah. yeah it it's is. your fault. <laughs> All right. It's the New York Gun Guys podcast. We're back. It is early in the morning for me, anyway. Well, not really, I guess. I, I usually wake up at 5. It's my day off, so I try not to wake up early. But, of course, Taylor had to come over in the morning. Well, I got to go to work, man. Unacceptable. Just skip work. Skip everything. This is the most important thing you will ever do. Yeah. No. Okay. Anyway, we're back. And uh, we, uh, oh, before we before we get into the details, check us out. Facebook, Instagram, uh, Gun Guys, um, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. At this point, everywhere. Everywhere. Pretty sure everywhere, anyway. Uh, Taylor, what are we talking about today? Because we got a we got an email like a couple weeks ago from somebody. Yeah, we got an email from a listener who happens to be up in Canada. His name is Nick. Ooh, a Canadian. And um, yeah, I we we were kind of waiting a little bit to respond to this, and um, figured we'd do so on a podcast, uh, make it a little more personal, I suppose. But he was talking about Canadian versus American laws on obtaining firearms. Mm. Now, for those of you who don't know, Canada, our neighbor to the north doesn't have a second amendment they're owning firearms as a privilege and they have licenses they have to get in order to obtain even the most basic of shotguns and and other things um the laws changed recently in 2020 due to a, a, a mass shooting um they ban more firearms but the process to get firearms is kind of the same still so why don't you read read the email yeah we're gonna leave out names yeah, so... Well, I said his name is Nick. Just, oh, okay. Yeah. Hey, Nick. Hey, Nick. Um, hey, guys. My name is Nick, and I'm a listener from Canada who recently got into firearms, and I'm loving listening to your podcast. I really enjoy hearing about your experiences with firearms and how things are handled in the States and New York. I was listening to the episode about purchasing firearms online, episode 17, I believe, and I was particularly intrigued by your conversation on handgun purchasing permits. John suggested a class being required so that you know that whoever is able to carry has at least some competency before they're able to. I thought this was very interesting because of how things are done in Canada. If I may, I'd like to share a small bit of the Canadian perspective. We cannot under any circumstance carry in public for protection. And just a side note, that sucks. <laughs> in Canada... To you even can't be... carry for any reason for protection? Yeah, Susan? no, in Canada you can't. That's silly. In Canada, to even be able to purchase any firearm, you have to first obtain a PAL, Possession and Acquisition License. To do so, you have to first take government-regulated safety courses. If all you want is rifles, shotguns, etc., a.k.a. non-restricted firearms, then you only have to do the eight, do the one eight-hour non-restricted class. This consists of general firearm safety and operation, as well as gun maintenance, storage, etiquette, etc. You must complete a standard government test and also pass practical hands-on tests where you are required to safely operate all common types of non-restricted firearms, such as pump-action shotguns, lever action rifles, bolt action rifles, etc. After this you must you submit all paperwork and proof to the RCMP and wait for your PAL to arrive. If you're interested in obtaining restricted firearms, aka handguns, you have to on top of other class on top of the other class compete another eight hour class of the same type, which deals with the same content but related to restricted firearms. Then when you get your PAL, you'll be licensed to purchase firearms. I personally think it's a good solution that ensures all Canadians who own firearms at least have some level of competency and knowledge with whatever they're allowed to own. 
It's taken seriously here, and the instructors have the ability to kick anyone they see fit out of the class and deny them an opportunity for a license if they think that they are a danger to themselves or others. The only issue is that the whole process takes several months since all paperwork is transferred through mail. I would love to hear your take on this and how, and what you guys think. I'm a big fan and sure there's other Canadians listening who could relate. Okay, Nick. Well, hello, other Canadians. First, first off, thank you for listening. We uh, we definitely appreciate it. We love getting emails like this. So if anybody else out there wants to send an email, send an email. Uh-oh. Taylor, do you have the vid? I wish. <laughs> so... Thanks for thanks for writing in. I really appreciate it. I really I really do like 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 he mentioned. I do uh, I do like the idea of a class. The problem is we have and I was I was saying this to Taylor earlier before before we started recording. We have a constitutional right. Yes, we do to to keep and bear arms. Now the government's constantly trying to diminish that right and take it away but we do have the right and it's a right that they don't have so i think that that can play a part in the way you know this could be seen as a barrier for people yeah you know, a, a, a barrier that would prevent them kind of like uh something that's restricting their sec their second amendment rights yeah two eight hour classes i mean that's two work days that if you can't you know how much do those or... classes cost yeah i don't know you, you know what i'm saying like, you know and the the Nick said that they could kick you out for for any reason if they, they see, see fit. fit yeah. So you know that's another another reason. Like you know, someone can just basically kick you out of the class, and then what? Now all of a sudden you don't get your Second Amendment rights in so, Canada. <laughs> well, I'm talking about if that was oh, here. In here, in, yeah. In the, Canada, we know they could do we, they could do this because it's a privilege there. Right. It's a privilege can. to own a firearm. There. Yeah. I think that in and like I've stated in previous episodes that it shouldn't be that way. You know, your right is a right. You don't need a license or a class in order to speak in public or write a book or disseminate information. Like, you know, your constitutional rights is for your person. So the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Mm. In my opinion, a class like this is an infringement. Sure, some could argue, well, wouldn't you want someone who carries a firearm to be knowledgeable and, and have some training? Yeah, but at the same time, if you start creating, like you said, these barriers to entry, it only gives people who want to take those rights away. It, it, it makes more it easier an, to, to set up yeah, higher it takes barriers. Up more, more of an ability for them. Right. They can start saying, oh, well, if you don't qualify in this, then you you know, you know can't right. have a firearm. Oh, this class isn't enough. Oh, right. we need to raise the fee. Oh, right. we need to do this. Oh, we need to do that. Correct. Um, certain Correct. things about Canada that I did like, I don't know if the law has changed. I think it did. It used to be because he was talking about restricted and non-restricted guns. So like handguns are restricted guns. For a while, AR-15s were restricted guns. I don't know if they're banned now. Restricted meaning I think you they're can, banned. You think can only banned. take them to the range. You can't shoot on public lands. You can't hunt with them. Like they have no and you other can, purpose. And you can't carry a firearm at all. And no, not in, in not, Canada. Well, you can for hunting. You can in the woods. Right. No, for no but things, you know, but I mean, not for self you, you protection against carry, humans. Which is that's the whole point of yeah. firearms. A couple of things as a gun guy that I do like about Canada mm. is number one, they could still get Narenko and Chinese guns. Which mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, some people like, Ooh, this. but it's it's fucking cool. Like Narenko, like Chinese guns are cool in my opinion. Yeah, say what you will about you know China and everything. But they're able to get uh, Chinese M14s. Uh, Forgotten Weapons even did a video on the M305A, which is a 762 by 39 M14, 
which takes AK mag. So it's like this weird amalgamation of like M14 and AK. Interesting. Uh, they're able to get the Type 81, the semi-auto Type 81s, which is a Chinese uh, domestically produced indigenous rifle, um, which there are a few in the U.S., but they were imported in the 80s as like sale samples, but never com- imported commercially. Um, you know what else is interesting about Canada? Oh, they have a magazine limit of five rounds. When we went, which is just ridiculous. <laughs> when um, when we when we did the episode on Glock, we yeah. actually spoke about um, we spoke about how Canada is. I, I believe it's the second largest gun market next to the U.S. Yeah. and to the to the point where Glock actually made a special Glock just for the Canadian market. Yeah, I think I was reading a statistic. It was like. 30 out of 100 people, like 30 people have firearms. It's like a 34% yeah, gun that's, ownership. That's rate. great. Yeah, for that, a country that, with a lot of restrictions, it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, I do I do like the class idea. We've, we've talked about this in eh. the past, but it, w- but it was like, it, it was not, well, we need a class and a licensing system or, or this, that, and the other. It was more so, I would be willing to give, give away, give up, you know, the licensing system and whatnot, and just say, look, if you if you take this class, you're allowed to carry this, you know, whatever firearm. I, I forgot exactly what what we went through. We talked about this in an episode a yeah, long time ago. Yeah, we talked about ago. it with Lisa, I believe. Um, yeah. It it just gets it to where then if they set up this system, then they can take it away or they can regulate it to death. You know, for example, when when Colin Noir uh, a few months ago debated that anti gun guy from Massachusetts, he's like, well, I have a carry to permit to carry in texas i'm licensed why can't is why shouldn't that be acceptable right. in every state and the guy was like well because it's not our standards in massachusetts so he's like oh so it's on your terms and that's what the government would do it's like right. hey i have this license well, oh well it, it's not what you know it's not what this state does or it's the, not what they already do that no i know they already do that with with a licensing system but what i'm saying is if you're gonna ease up on on regulation in place for a for taking a class to prove that you could, you know, that you're safe. That you, I'm not saying the that that's going to replace the right to, to purchase a firearm. But you're only saying that because we live in New York. Other states don't have these crazy restrictions right. to get a but handgun But I'm saying permit. if they're going to, well, if not a handgun permit, not a handgun permit, but if you want to carry. Okay, here's a perfect example, right? Like you said, we're in New York. You, you can't get a full carry. Upstate you can, but not down on Long Island. Right, you can't get a full carry here. So if they want to say, okay, you know what? We're going to let you ha- get a full carry, but instead of just applying for the license, you have to take a class. I'd be okay with that. Well, then what about all the people that are upstate saying, well, why do I have to take a class when I when I was able to get it beforehand? Yeah, I know. So, I, I, I mean, I agree. But I'm saying it, they're they're constantly trying to take away the ability for us to do these things. I mean, it's only a matter of time till upstate New York can't do that. Yeah, but then it's on their terms. They have the ability to give you a carry permit, but they don't want to. But it's always been on their terms. No, I know. So why is it? Why does it have to be more on their? I'm terms? saying if it's going to be on their terms, regardless, I'd rather just be able to take the class and just be guaranteed. I feel the, like the, the permit. I feel like at that point, man, it's it's not a right; it's a privilege. If they're saying you have to do yeah. what we say in order to give you your rights, then it's not that. Well, that's what they they do anyway. Yeah. Think. I mean, no, not, it is. It's totally right. that way. But it's just I I don't agree with it. Right. That's just me personally. Yeah, I don't agree with it either. But I'm saying if we're gonna have to play ball by their rules, then the rules should at least be something that we we could we can complete. We can complete the task. Was it Squid Game? You know what I mean. Squid Game was really good, by <laughs> the way. It. Did you watch? Yeah, Did you yeah. like it? Yeah, it was. Good. I, I didn't like the ending and where the guy's just like, 
He's Don't give it away, dude. Are you kidding? People probably want to watch Squid Game, and you're going to fucking spoil it for them. Don't No spoilers. I just saved everybody out there. I probably well, you saved your know, life, you too. You don't know who I'm going to say. I don't, don't care. Just We'll talk about it after. You can't. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Jeez. Fuck. All right. I'm not going to no, say No, don't spoil it. it. No. But I thought the ending was really good. I thought the ending was great. No. Yes. The I ending. That's funny, man. I, I There's so many people who were even like, the end, they're either the ending was fucking amazing or the ending was terrible. It wasn't that it was terrible. It was just like, dude, just let it go. No, they had to set it up for for the next Fuck. season, man. It's gonna be so good. It got green light. Yeah. Uh, green oh, light I bet it fucking season. did. I was, uh, my I wife was... said that it cost them like twenty one million dollars to make, and it fucking grossed like eight hundred million dollars yeah, or something crazy. Like, crazy of course, dude, that's. You know what I said to her last night to my wife? I said Netflix is really bad at making Netflix movies. If you oh, ever yeah. watch a Netflix movie, they're Horrible. fucking the worst movies of all time. But they're really good at making series for some reason yeah like squid game fantastic um what's that other one uh with the with the kids and the fucking stranger things stranger things so fucking good yeah. i can't wait till that comes back so right. yeah man netflix is doing something right all right i won't give anything away. which by the way speaking of streaming services real quick uh we wanted to start watching friday the 13th movies and they're only on peacock which you have to download Peacock, it's free, and there's fucking ads in the middle of the movie. Like, yeah, you, like you were watching bro. right. Like you were watching it on TV. Then I'm like, you know what? Let me see how much it is. Five dollars for the premium, and you still get ads. Yeah. And then there's a ten dollar premium plus, and you still get ads. What the fuck? Yeah, that's ridiculous. What is the point of paying? That's well, that's how they get you now. They get you by the balls. They, yep, they milk you right. slowly. Rather I didn't pay. Just I, you... I, I was just like, fuck it. I'll just watch the commercials. No, no, no. But rather than just you pay, it's like back in the day, you used to get really mm-hmm. good. You buy once, cry once. Mm-hmm. You get a really good piece of furniture. It lasts 200 years or whatever. Right. right. Nowadays, they bilk you slowly and they fucking, oh, I'm going to sell you this for $20, but yep. you need to replace it every six months. But what I said to my wife was, it's funny. We went from commercials during live TV. And then streaming was the next big thing because there was no commercials. Right. And then now they're slowly starting to fuck you with the commercials. It's like... I feel like... We're just going right back until it's going to be, you pay for TV again and there's no commercial. You know what I mean? I feel like that's just how life is nowadays. They slowly fuck you. Just like... um just like everything, just like with these gun laws, right. just like with the economy, just like with this president, right. just like with this foreign policy. <laughs> the only thing this president can do you. is do it slow. <laughs> yeah, I love true. the videos of him like wandering oh around lost. Do the, the the video of him? I think it was like in the Rose Garden or some shit. Like he was walking to the White House and just like walk. And and the Secret Service, they're like pointing yeah. in the direction they want him to go. He just walks right by them. This yeah. guy is fucking crazy. Um. So yeah, Canada. Um. Hey, you guys are cool up there. I've been to Canada once. It was a lot of fun. Um, I like some of your guns. I don't like your laws. Um, I I don't agree with licensing like that. But hey, I guess in a country that doesn't have a constitution, that's that's really the whole thing. Yeah. Is they could do things like this because there right. is no constitutionally protected rights. Right. It's nice that they're just they didn't just outright ban them. Well, they could. I you know, know they you could. used to be able to have machine guns in Canada right. until they basically. It's crazy how they did that. So back in the day, you used to be able to buy machine guns in Canada as a person, right? But then you had to get a license for it. You know, okay, you had to get a license for machine gun in Canada, sure. But then they said, all right, we're no longer renewing the licenses for machine guns, and you can't transfer them to anybody. Only so you the have people to who have them? Only the people who have machine gun licenses. Hmm. Okay, so who are the people that have machine gun licenses? Old people and movie prop houses that 
that specialize in making movies because right. Canada film industry is huge. So they mm-hmm. have these prop houses that have machine guns for yeah. movies and whatever. So they're the only people you can transfer them to. So it's just like they, oh yeah, you can have your machine gun, but you know if you die, oh well, you can't pass down to your kids, you can't sell it, you can't do anything. Can someone in Canada sell an American a firearm? Um, how does that work? Because I've it, never. It even... depends on the type of gun. It if you were to import a gun into the U.S. from another country, there's an ATF form you have to fill out. It can't That's considered be, an import, right? At that is. point, now do you have to be an importer? Uh, well, you don't have to be an importer, but generally, it has to go through an importer. Mm. So, like, let's just say um, you want to import uh, a bolt action rifle from, let's just say, France. Right. Ian from Forgotten Weapons did a video on this recently. Um, number one, it's going to be expensive as all hell. So the gun you're importing better be worth it, or right. you got to do a batch of them to make it worthwhile. Right. You have to contact an importer and say, "Hey." I want to import this gun from this country. Um, the importer would like, all right, we need this information, where it's coming from, who has it, whatever. It has to be, it can't be a, um, it can't be a machine gun. It can't be a, for civilian, it, it can't be a right. machine gun. It, I don't think it could be like a semi-auto, like assault weapon, quote unquote. I think if it's over 50 years old, it's okay. I don't know all the laws, but basically the process is the importer then has to ship it in. They have to engrave, you know, their importer's mark on it, and then they have to transfer it to you. So it can be done. It can be. It's just expensive, lengthy, and right. you got to really know. It's got to really be worthwhile. All right, Importing that makes sense. a Luger from Europe isn't worth it because there's so many of them. Well, here. unless you, well, yeah, but unless you just had money and you just want, you didn't care at no, all. No, well, then you just buy it here. Yeah. Gun has to be worthwhile enough, rare enough, or you have to do enough of them in one go to make it and worthwhile. Then because the importer, because the importer's got to make money too. They're going to charge you a fee. They're going right. to charge you a good bit of money. Um, but yeah, it can be done. Um, that's how all guns get into the U.S. Big batches. Yeah. You know, it's right, just right, on right, a bigger right. scale. But if there's a a single gun, like if you found like fucking. Well, I meant more so just on like not like not on a business level, but yeah. more so on an individual one. Oh yeah, one. yeah, you can. All right, cool. Yeah, cool. and for anybody who wants to know more about that, Ian from Forgotten Weapons did a great video where he imported an FRF1. Uh, it's a French bolt action sniper rifle, and um, he he explained the whole process. Also, if you want to go uh to a shooting competition in another country, Ian also on Forgotten Weapons did a video where he brought guns from the U.S. to Finland to shoot in competition. And how that whole process works, and mm-hmm. it's it's like crazy. Like you use an exporter, an importer. It's like really, yeah. It's it's a lot because you oh, have to also do mess. like the Finnish import rules, and it's like it's crazy, man. It, it's well, I'm a sure lot. I'm sure there's like businesses and organizations that just specialize yeah. in like competition level stuff where like they take a bunch of people well, who are you know yeah. There's businesses out there that specialize in import and export of firearms, so that's who you want to use. Trust me. You don't want to go at it alone. It's crazy. I think you should go at it alone. Send. <laughs> well, I'm not a licensed importer, so Send. I couldn't do it alone. Just put it in the mail. Send it. Um, yeah, well, I wish. Um, so, yeah, Canada, uh, you, you guys get some cool Chinese firearms up there that I wish I could have. But other than that, eh, America's better. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Canada. Love yeah, you, I Canada. mean, like I said, I do, I do. I wish we had a way where we could where we could have everybody have a carry permit, you know, but, um, Oh, which reminds me, is there any news about that? The, the Supreme court case? Um, I don't think so. I think there it's, it's supposed to go to trial soon. Um, I'll look that up quick. Yeah. I, I know it's supposed to go to trial soon. Um, 
because that would be uh, that would be really cool to talk about. But I don't think uh, I, I haven't heard anything this up ahead of time. No, well, we could do we could talk about it on another episode. But uh, it's just... oral arguments November third. Ooh, oral. Yeah. Oral so they're gonna arguments, huh? they're gonna go before the judge and see who does it orally better. They're gonna argue orally. Yeah. Um, Why do people listen to this? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I thought people might think. Why I'm do some people listen? Nutbag you you are a nutbag. Well, I'm just. I'm just really like. But you have to sense. stop saying ridiculous shit because that's why it takes me so. Are you long. trying to censor me? Yes. Yes, I am. You make so much more work for me, and that's why the episodes come out late. Oh, no, so I stop. Was, I was gonna say something really dirty to make you. <laughs> I would just. I would just delete the video. That'd be oh, or the uh, no. the audio. That'd be it. I am a free spirited individual. Too. Yeah. You need psychological aid. No, I don't. I don't. <laughs> no, I just what do you like, what are you trying to show me here? I oh, can tell you're so, getting ready to show me something. So, um, I don't know if anybody out there has heard of the um, the I think it's the Long Island Loud Majority. Um, it's run by a guy named Sean. It's on Facebook. He's the guy that organizes all those Trump caravans, like that driving like all over mm, Long Island. And cool. The, so I follow them on Facebook, and uh, they did a run to Montauk over the weekend. And somebody over Montauk flew a banner tower. Now, John, zoom in see. on that. And what and what does that say? Somebody flew a banner airplane over Montauk. <laughs> Trump won. Save America. FJB. Fuck Joe Biden. Yeah. That's funny, man. Yeah. So I, <laughs> I love somebody that. fucking spent their time <laughs> and their money on this. I love that. Oh, also, like I, I learned the story of the whole Brandon <laughs> thing. Did you hear about that? Yeah, let's go, Brandon. Yeah, I never. Yeah, it's fucking I, great. Okay, I didn't know what the fuck that was. I was watching all these like videos on YouTube the other day, and p- everyone was commenting like, "Oh, fuck, Brandon." I'm like, no, "Let's go, is-? Brandon." I know, no, no, but I know. Yeah. And my coworker explained the story about the right. NASCAR race, yep, and yep, and I'm yep. like, "This is hilarious." They're screaming, "Let's go, Brandon!" And it's yeah. fucking everyone can see, fuck everyone can hear, "Fuck Joe Biden." Yeah, <laughs> that's funny, man. So I I didn't know that that happened. Um. Uh, let's go Brandon has has like blown up. I know. I so, I didn't know about so like it a long until... time ago. I think I signed up for like the like the Trump text blasts and they're and which I have to really unsubscribe because <laughs> they fucking send way too If you're listening, you send way too many fucking text messages. Stop. But um they uh they they were sending out like is it F FJB or is it let's go Brandon find out. Oh my god. <laughs> so, so like you there I mean but it's you know it's smarter them because they know you know, they're really good at marketing, really good. I mean, the Trump organization is really good at marketing. That's why everyone knows Trump, you know, the Trump name. They're yeah. really good at marketing yeah. and licensing. So they're 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 smart to take advantage of that. But, yeah, man, the the uh, let's go Brandon thing is just so funny, because like now if if someone says to you, let's go, Brandon, you are, you know, now you know I know that I had fucking... no idea until yesterday. Right. My coworkers explained it to me. Funniest shit ever. I, I'm out of the loop on a lot of shit. I really am. Uh-huh. I don't watch TV. Um you know, I, I, I don't listen to the radio. You gotta listen to. You have to listen to podcasts like Dan Bongino and Ben Shapiro. The, I listen these to guys Ben Shapiro stuff, great. but not very often. Um, I'm not like a regular listener so to them. I have a very long ride in and and yeah. from work, so I I love these guys. Man. So I aside listen from the New York day. Gun guys, who do you listen to? Ben Shapiro and Dan Bongino. My man Ben. Yep. My fellow Jew yep. brethren. Yep. So I think that Ben Shapiro is a little more. Level-headed, he is. He's very factual, and you know he doesn't let emotion play too much into it, right? Which is what I like about him. He's also right. fucking just smart as fucking shit. Well, yeah, he's smart. He's smart 
and not that I'm like putting him up on some sort of pedestal, but it's just like you know, it's really I mean, refreshing to see a young Jewish guy in in the right wing conservative yeah, movement. I mean, they're like both of them are very are smart guys, yeah. but they also just know a lot about their industry and like yeah. what they're talking about. And that's why when you when you debate somebody, you could they could debate them like just oh, pull man. facts right out of their ass and it sounds like wow, this guy's really smart, but it's not that he's like super smart, it's just that he he just knows like this is yeah. his his full-time job, you know, way beyond 40 hours a week. Oh, yeah. These guys are probably working 120 also, 200 hours a week. Like however, you know, they they're working from the moment they wake up to the moment they go to sleep these guys. Ben Shapiro is also refusing Biden's vaccine mandate. Yes, they're and, they're going to sue and bring yeah. him. He, yeah. Ben Shapiro, I think he said he had 115 employees. No, over 200. Over 200? Okay. They have over 200. Yeah. Thought... Which is why that they're man- right. they, they're First of all, this mandate hasn't even been a mandate yet. <sighs> it, it's going through OSHA, but OSHA hasn't hasn't come out with any regulation. So in theory, they're not in violation. And all these companies that are forcing people to get vaccinated like the airline because and... of the OSHA regulation, Ugh. it's not even a regulation yet. It's uh, just a fear uh, tactic. Right. Biden has just said we're going to come out with it and OSHA's going to come out with it, but they haven't come out with it yet. So technically they're not in violation they can't be in violation yet so it's just it's ridiculous but i think i think it's like fourteen thousand dollars per employee per day i think he said it's like 1.4 million dollars a week that they would be it's crazy that's just how they fucking get you and this is my big this is this is my big thing which where i don't like this okay fine vaccines you know sure if you want to get it fine if you don't want to get it fine People who get Colin Powell, they just said he died from like complications or last he was night like cancer. Well, or here's something. the thing: he had health complications. He was fully vaccinated. He was 83 years right. old. He got COVID. And he died of complications. Right. If you read, if you read the article, that's what it says. But if you read the headline, it's Colin Powell dies of COVID. Right. It's like, well, yeah, he died because he got COVID, but there's other things. Right. Like he if was he 83. got, like if he got pneumonia, he might have died right. too. And are we going to say he dies of pneumonia? Or are we going to say, you know, Colin Powell, 83, passes away quietly with his family? Right. You know what I mean? Like, But no, it's COVID. It's COVID. It's COVID. Well, it's it's COVID, but vaccine, it's not. You could still get COVID. It doesn't yeah. protect you. It's not like a shield. So all these people that are out there, and I'm not anti-vax. I could give a fuck if right. people get vaccinated. Right. Honestly, if you think you feel like you need it and you don't, let's just say, want to die, like yeah. it, it does show some I got, effectiveness. I mean, I got vaccinated. Yeah, I'm I fully vaccinated, yeah. I know. You had to, basically. Well, I d- yes and no, but it was going to make my life easier. And I'm glad right. I did because we got to go see that. Yeah, we went and saw Joe show. Rogan. Yeah. But, um, yeah, man, I so I got the full full vax. I survived the vax. But it's just I'm now a sheep. I'm a sheeple now. Now they're making <laughs> you and you know, I got it too back in March of this year, not because I was like, Oh, COVID, COVID. I was traveling internationally and I thought, Okay, if I get this, maybe it'll make international travel a little easier. Nope. But it didn't, obviously. So, you know, hindsight maybe I shouldn't have, but it Well, at the end of the day, you you the protection it gives you if you if you choose to believe it or not, quote unquote, is that if you do get COVID down the line, it, you you won't get it as bad, which is important, right? Because you still need to go to yeah. work, you still need yeah. to make money, you still need to take care of your family, you still need to make sure that you don't give it to your elderly parents or whatnot. You know, if like if if your dad got COVID, like so, may, he may not fare too well. I, Same thing with my with my dad. You know what you know what yeah. I'm saying? So there are other reasons to get right. it. I, I'm not. I was not scared for myself at all. Nah. but it's definitely it's better. You know, so I don't pass it along to my parents. Right. I'm not worried about like my wife. She's we're young. Like yeah. you're young. I'm not worried about your kid. You're you know if you if you look at the stats, like your your child would has like pretty much no 
There's no danger in your they child getting get COVID. They get it, but it won't really affect them so much. Correct. I think the total number of kids that died from COVID or with COVID, I think they said, with COVID, because you could die from something right. else and say that you had COVID too, was like 300 out of like, you know, how many people have millions and millions yeah. and millions and millions. Like, it's just, it's so such a small... It's sad, but yeah. It's, well, it's, it's sad anytime a child dies, but what I'm saying is... It's so statistically in, insignificant. You, it's arguable where it's like, well, these kids might have just ended up dying anyway. Like, so right, right. And so I just don't. I just hate the mandate. It's like you, they're forcing you. They're shoving it down your throat. They're threatening your job. They're threatening your income. And you know, like that's like mob shit. That's like oh, literally yeah. like, hey, we're gonna come after your job. We're gonna come after your life. We're gonna yeah. come after oh, your yeah, family yeah. if you don't get it. Yeah. It's fucked up. And all these airline pilots, too, that are refusing it. It's like Southwest is canceling a lot of flights, not because of weather. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's funny. Um, I I just went to uh, I went to a mall, and I, uh, I, I, you know, to grab something to eat, I got Panda Express, which is really good. Have you ever had Panda Express? No. Dude, you have to go get Panda Express. Anyone that's like out white there? people, Chinese food. Yeah, but it's so good. It's it, sugar. No. I got, like, fried rice, and I got this... Uh, this crispy almond chicken breast. It was so good, dude. <laughs> it was so good. I feel like my wife would kill me if I got Panda Express. Well, I mean, there's an obvious difference between, like, legitimate, like, yeah, you know, uh, uh, Chinese food. Like, right. if, we, if we all went to China right now, it would look nothing like it. But if we're going to eat American Chinese food, yeah, then okay. Panda Express is really good, right? So, so you're so, saying you got this because COVID started in China? Is that what you're getting at? <laughs> no, but it was delicious. And um, the the point of the story was I went in and I wanted to sit down and eat, but they wouldn't let you sit down and eat unless you had a COVID vaccine card. Man, the fuck? Right, which I happened to have a picture of, and I showed the person the picture, and that was good enough. Could have just... It could have been a piece of paper that I just took a pic. Like, it could have been a... I could have made it, you know? The motherfucker at Panda Express is like, show me your pampas? No, it was in a mall, so it was like the mall's policy. Fuck yeah. And it was like a security guard, and she was like, you can't come, you can't come in here without a... Co you can't come in. You're, you're like, you're an outsider. And I was well, like, what the fuck? Show me your papers, then. Shit. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not inside eating. Man, fuck that. And you know what? It's so weird, man, because, like, I showed her. Like, she was all very, like, standoffish to me. And I showed her, and she was like, enjoy your stay. Like, we were, like, part of, like, the same, like, weird, know, like, man. we both had. You know, I, see, I don't like that. They're make, you make people f who don't have it feel like fucking outcasts. Right. I don't like that. No. I would never treat anybody like that. Yeah, now all these healthcare workers that aren't getting it are fucking jobless and getting fired. Well, they're not getting fired. They're giving up their employment technically because it's a condition of employment as a private. You know, you know it's, it's funny because a lot of doctors are getting it, right? They're getting the vaccine and saying, like, it's very important. But then you have all these nurses who don't want to get it. You really wonder, like, who's right and who's wrong. But I think I'm, I would probably side with a doctor. Well, it's just the mandate. Some people are just against the mandate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what it is. It's like, you know, we as Americans, yeah, we're stubborn. And, you know, when something's shoved down our throat, we're telling you to go screw. Right. But... It, it shouldn't be a mandate. That's something I love about Americans that we are fucking stubborn against oh, yeah. stuff like this. Oh, man. totally. And even if you were like, yeah, I was going to get it, but then they fucking told me I had to. So fuck you. Like, that's fucking great. Well, too. Even in Italy, you Good see all the shit you. that's going on in Italy right now. They're protesting like crazy because all, all private and public uh, sector employees 
in order to have a job in Italy, you have to have vaccinations. <laughs> so they're out there protesting, and it's such a small percent of people that aren't vaccinated in Italy. I think they have like a really large percentage of people that are, but it's such a small percent where they're like, look, like we don't want it. Like, well, there's a there's a very high percentage. Italy was hit hard because yeah. you have generations who live with e with each right, other. Right. You have like your entire family. You have your children live all the way with your great grandparents in right. the same fucking in the same house, or you know the same building that your whole family has ever lived in. Right. So they were hit really hard. So I, I'm I'm not surprised that they have a high vaccination rate. Yeah, but now they're they're, they're mandating employees, private and public, right? That's in a order to have a job. It's fucked it's, up. It, it just it it like you said it's creating this other it's creating this second class it's bullshit but john uh there's another thing i want to talk about because everyone's sick of covid i fucking hate it, it it's just uh, this world is making me really bitter and i don't like it um one thing i wanted to talk about was i i was telling you the other day a buddy of ours wanted to buy a gun online and um he he was showing me he's like hey uh i think i'm gonna buy a ruger pc9 i'm like oh okay cool yeah okay gun and he's like, yeah, I see it on Gunbroker here. And I was looking at it, and I said, oh, make sure it's the New York compliant model. He's like, what do you mean? And I'm like, well, Ruger PC-9, there's a few different variations. One of them has a threaded barrel that's not allowed in New York unless you're, you know, law enforcement or whatever. He's like, oh, I didn't know that. And I'm like, yeah, you were just going to order this gun, have it shipped to the FFL, and then, <laughs> oh, sorry, we can't transfer it to you, and you're fucking, you know, now you got to deal with a headache of shit. So, uh, for anyone out there who's listening, we did an episode on, on how to buy a gun online. Um, it was one of our earlier episodes. You can go back and look at it, uh, listen to it. But uh, for anyone who's buying the PC9 who are thinking about buying it, just remember that there is... You have to go buy the UPC, like the model. It, it's like a 9901 or something like that uh, for a non-threaded fluted barrel um, to be New York compliant. And yeah, you could buy them locally, but sometimes you could buy find a deal online or whatever. Well, we remember... I had a family member who bought yeah. one for like, <laughs> like, triple the amount. Ooh. Well, actually, so our friend, our mutual friend, did wind up finding one actually through Lisa from uh, She Trains You in the Long Island Women's Firearm Club. Which we saw her. Did we talk yeah. about the... Uh... No, we didn't. We never talked about the gun show. We'll talk about it on the next episode. Ah. Yeah, we have to. That's because... Yeah. We'll talk about it. Oh, so yeah, that continue. happened in September, by the way. It's almost, it's like the end of October. It's okay. Um, but, yeah, so anyway, so I wound up seeing through Facebook, Lisa had one for sale. Not through Facebook, because that's against Facebook policies, but, you know, she she mentioned it. And um, and I, I texted my buddy, and I'm like, hey, she, you know, she's got one for sale, whatever. And uh, so they wound up linking up, and he's going to buy it through her, which I think is great. Um, but, yeah, so when you buy a gun online, if you're thinking about buying one, if you live in New York, First, make sure the gun is compliant in New York. Biggest thing. You have to make sure of that. Secondly, shop around. Know the prices. Because sometimes it might ch seem cheap online, but then when you factor in shipping and transfer and all that, it, it might come out to the same or just a little bit more just to buy it in the store and be able to see it before you buy it and shop local. Okay, cool. But let's just say you find such a screaming deal and you can't pass it up and whatever. So you, you buy it online, and before you even buy it, Call an FFL near you and say, hey, I'm looking at this gun uh, through this website. Let's just say it's Gunbroker, you know, Buds, Atlantic Firearms, whatever. Say, you know, are you able to transfer this? Yes. Okay, cool. Contact the... Um, and also, it depends, because some places on Long Island won't transfer from an individual. They'll have to have be shipped out 
from an FFL to an FFL. So ask if it's an individual selling it or ask the seller if it's an individual selling it. Do you have an FFL? If they don't have an FFL, you have to make sure you ask the FFL locally to you if they accept from an individual and what the requirements are. Generally, it's just a copy of their, their driver's license that they have to put in. Okay. So you do that. Um, you buy the gun. Then the FFL locally to you sends the information to if it's an FFL, they'll send the information, their copy of their FFL. If not, some FFLs are really wary about sending a copy of their FFL to non-license holders, non-FFL holders. Um, and then I've had it before where the guy was like, well, I can't ship the firearm without a copy of the FFL of where it's going. It, it depends on who you ship with. Sometimes you have to, sometimes you don't. Sometimes you could look up the FFL to make sure it's valid on the EasyCheck website. Um, it gets into like this weird thing, but generally, uh, you should be able to ship a firearm without a copy of the FFL. Um, you could put where it's going. Generally, they don't like the name gun anywhere on the outside of the box. They want it to be discreet. Um, <clears throat> you ship it to the FFL locally to you, and then it just transfers like a normal. So by function. discreet, you mean instead of writing gun on it, write weapon of mass destruction? Yeah. WMD, okay, killing cool. machine, weapon of war. Chopper. Yeah, chopper. <laughs> I need a barrel for my chopper. Yeah. So basically make sure that you could buy it. Right. You can actually buy it. Right. So what, I mean, I guess he would have been kind of shit out of luck, right? Like, let's say he bought, let's say he did, he paid the guy. Right. And then the guy, like, went to go, like, he accepted the payment and everything. It's really on the seller at that point if he wanted to, like, return the money, right? Yeah. So you would ha he would have had to contact, the FFL would have gotten and been like, hey, we can't transfer this to you. And so, then he would have right. had to contact the seller and be like, hey, dude, like, I fucked up. I ordered the wrong thing. The guy could be like, sorry, sold as is. Yeah. You, you check your local laws before ordering. Yeah. Now, he would have been stuck with it, and then he might have called uh, somebody, you know. He, he might have been able to sell it to the gun shop at an extreme loss. Um, <laughs> he might have been able to call somebody who knows who might be law enforcement who is allowed to have it mm. and, you know, say, so, hey. And sold it to them at an extreme loss. Yeah, sold it to them at an extreme <laughs> loss. But or if the guy if, wasn't that's if the a seller piece didn't want to. Take if it back. Yeah, yeah, I mean, the seller might take it back, yeah. but. It's just now you're gonna have to pay double shipping, and the guy yeah, might have a restocking fee, 15%. whatever. Yeah, whatever it is, fifteen percent on like eight hundred bucks. It's you know. It's... He could have just called me. Yeah, but then you would have just gotten a sweet gun at a sweet price, and he would have been fucked. <laughs> no, <laughs> expensive I... lesson to learn. Well, I wouldn't have made him fucking. I wouldn't have been like, nah, man, I'm gonna buy it to you, buy it from you for half of what you're you gonna paid. pawn stars him. <laughs> Rick from the pawn best stars? I could do is offer you a hundred bucks. Uh, I got. I, it's tough to find a buyer. I'm gonna sit on it for a while. Yeah, uh, yeah I'm taking all the risk. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> classic. I'm taking all the risk. So yeah, you, there's there's a few steps you got to do to buy a gun online in New York, but. You know, the biggest thing is just to make sure it's legal. That's it. Do you think our mutual friend would want to come talk to us on the on the cast, or do you think he's like against that? No, I don't think he'd be against it, but, I mean, I don't know what he'd really have to say about it. I don't know. I mean, once he gets the gun, sure, he yeah. can bring it in. I think that'd be cool. I'm yeah. going to ask him that. Uh, I see him today at work. Uh, yeah, I see him today at work. Okay. I'm going to. That'd be uh, cool to, I'll ask to him have that here, yeah. when he gets it. Yeah, that'd be. We dope. would do like the. We haven't done an episode on a firearm in a long time. I know, I know. Which is fine. I think people really like these types of episodes where we just talk about shit. Well, actually, you know, one of the one of the most rated episodes that we had was on the M1s. When I yeah, brought but in everybody loves an M1. Dude. Well, listen, I brought in my plethora of M1s. Yeah, too many M1s. Nah, I was only four. <laughs> I want and more. that beautiful picture that got like ten thousand views yeah, or some shit. It was crazy. Yeah, it was a beautiful. Well, because everyone loves. Like you said, everyone loves an M1. Everybody loves an M1. But um, 
It's yeah, American. There's, I'm all about arming the free world, so I was happy to help him facilitate that purchase. I think it's a great gun. Uh, from what I hear, I don't own one, and I've never shot one, but everybody seems to really like him, and it's a great option in New York for a 9mm rifle. I don't know where he's getting ammo from, but... You can get ammo nowadays, bro. 9mm is available. Yeah, it, but how much? Um, I think online, some of the cheapest I've seen, it was like 36 cents around. Oh, that's not bad. It's going it's back getting, down. It's getting down there, yeah. But, you know, my whole thing is the the steel, uh, the Russian ban, which affects me. Mostly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I heard that I, I heard a rumor that Palmetto State Armory was going to step up and make steel case production in the U.S. Okay, um, but a lot of other countries are stepping up to fulfill the demand. I saw a lot of brass case stuff coming out from Eastern Europe, not the Yugo surplus stuff, but uh, um, Ingman, I think, was one c- country, uh, company I saw. It was from like Eastern Europe or something like that. Yeah, because um, I have to buy ammo. Yeah, I, AK ammo. I'm seeing like fifty cents a shot. You still have like maybe five hundred rounds. Of what? Uh, nine mil. Yeah, that's, that's not, not enough. Bad. That's not enough. No, it's not enough. But I'm gonna start stocking. You got it, dude. It's it's available now, and the prices are going down. But all it'll take is another fucking executive order or another COVID shutdown, and the fucking prices are gonna shoot yeah, back up. I just don't want to buy it at that price. No yeah, one can get but it this for... is the new norm, man. Nah, you know, years ago not... you'd be like thirteen cents is expensive, or you know, yeah, remember but... when twenty two was eighty dollars yeah, a brick? Yeah, but you were also have also been saying that. You know, a dollar around is the new norm, and it's back down to thirty six cents. I it's, mean, it's not the new it norm. It was the norm at the time, and people were buying into it. Now it's gone down, thankfully. Yeah, it's not the new. It's not something that's going to stay forever. These companies are going to start opening factories to meet meet demand, and it's not going to be it's not going to be forty cents around forever. It's gonna go by, not. I I will start buying at twenty cents around. I don't know if it's going to get down to twenty, bro, dude. Maybe two months ago, it was sixty cents around. That's it's true. back down to thirty. That's the cheapest cents. I saw was thirty six. Yeah. Um, if we were to pull up, for example, um, what's that website? Gunbot. Dot net. Um, see some ammo prices for, let's just say nine millimeter. Uh, viewing stock. Speak into the mic, sir. I know this mic doesn't pick up. Um, you gotta bring another mic here. Well, the other one is at, but with your drums. Yeah. All right. All right. So here, forty-two cents around seller and balot. Yeah, a thousand round case. That's a lot of money. It it is, but you know you you've been spoiled by cheap ammo, my friend. Yep. I I've been spoiled too with the cheap import stuff. Um, <laughs> uh, I haven't. Well, actually, the last ammo I bought was at that gun show, which I don't know if I told you. I kind of like. I, we should just, just talk about it now. What? Gun the gun show. show? No, we'll talk about it in the next one. Uh, all right. Because I have a story relating to this, but. Okay. We'll, right. we'll do it in the next one. All right. Don't worry. You're like a fiend. Look at you. You're like scratching your arm. I'm not scratching my arm. <laughs> you are. I'm You're like. <laughs> I, talk about it. I have to. No, that's like Fucking... me trying not to buy stupid shit. I swear to God, John, I'll, I'll tell you this quick story. I swear to God, two weeks ago, I was on the Facebook. The Facebook. I was on Facebook. And <laughs> I know. You're like a 90 year old woman. <laughs> I was on the Facebook. Um, I belong to this group, Military Vehicle Buy, Sell, Trade. And I just like seeing Yeah, you cool sent shit. me the link. I did, right? Okay. You're yeah. I almost. Dude, I was, I was really trying to figure out how to get. Five, Why? five grand, six grand. Why? Because I wanted that truck. There was an M thirty five A two deuce and a half six by six that somebody in upstate New York was selling for six G's. 
Did it run? It ran, and I was messaging the lady, but she stopped responding to me because I think they, they found a serious buyer. Uh, I asked at first if they wanted to trade a motorcycle for it, because I was gonna. I was serious. I was really. I was at work, and I was like, I fucking want this thing. I don't have $6,000. I really don't. I'm I know you broke. asked me for $6,000. <laughs> it was an investment. Fucking guy. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not. It's an investment. I actually had a good idea for it, but whatever. Dude, so, there's no. Unless you're going to bring that to like a gun, like a gun shoot, like a machine gun shoot and strap a fucking machine gun to it. Well, how do you know I didn't want I wasn't going to do that? Because you don't have machine guns. No, I don't, but it could have been the precipice. It could have been the start of something. Because then it would have been like, hey, John, loan me six grand. Hey, John, I need 10 for this fucking. <laughs> hey, John, I need 20. And I've been like, dude, no, you can't just keep taking my money. <laughs> well, yes, yeah, so I really wanted this truck. It was an M35A2 deuce and a half. Six grand, which was a steal. No. And I asked the lady, I'm like, I, t- I messaged her, I'm like, and one of the, the messages I sent, I'm like, can this be driven from upstate New York down to Long Island? I'm serious. I was gonna fucking it's buy straight it. Legal. No, I know, but I'm I'm talking about like condition. Like, is, oh, it, is it could it drive yeah, a long right, distance? Right. Yeah, I was gonna drive that bitch home if I bought it. It was up near Albany, <laughs> which is like about three hours. But in that thing, it probably take five six. You know, doing like sixty on the highway, burning you know two hundred gallons of diesel a minute. Yeah, <laughs> what you need? That's the kind of thing you need if you like own a lot of land. Yeah, and you want to fucking make like a. Like a fucking, you know what? Com- you know what businesses usually have those like paintball, yeah, like reenact paintball, like where like you drop guys off in the middle of the fucking woods and you're and like you recreate like a battle, yeah, you know, like that's what you need. Like, or a couple you drive of those. that down Sunrise Highway and just don't give a fuck. Yeah, well, your business idea was to like strap a what sign. to? Yeah, strap it was, it was for advertising. It. Yeah, but was, I mean, dude, who wouldn't look at that fucking thing? Use it as mobile advertising. Yeah, but there are mobile advertising companies already. Yes, but none that have a six by six deuce and a half. There's a reason why they don't have them because it's <laughs> fucking not economically sound for you to drive that. I I don't know, man. It gets not, a lot of eyes. Yeah, it gets a lot of eyes, my guy. Yeah, uh, that was my no. idea. I was gonna use it as and register it commercially, but then I wouldn't have a place to park it unless I park it on my lawn. Right, which, eh, which is, is what would, I said. It would tear up the lawn pretty good. You're worried about the lawn. Your neighbors would fucking make complaints nonstop. Ah. And you can't park a commercial a commercial vehicle in a residential area. On your property, you can. Yeah, but you can't park one on your grass. I'm telling you, Why bro. Not? I'm telling I you. I got a driveway. You have a dri- but you just said park it on your grass. Well, because I have two cars in the driveway. I'll, car- I'll park the cars on the street. You don't have a derelict car. You don't have a derelict No, that, that got rid of years ago. And Thank the only God. reason, thankfully, my father got rid of it was because somebody sent a letter to right. the house from a lawyer, which right. has no legal bearing. It's just, ooh. I mean, they could sue you in civil court for it. For what? Having a derelict car on your property? It would be frivolous, but they can do it. And then you'd have to go and waste your time. That's yeah, that's bullshit. how people. Yeah, I mean, it is bullshit. But they but can it was do just it. it was the persuasion needed to get finally get him to let that car go and junk it. It looks so, so bad. There it was. It was a fucking piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. So for for everyone who didn't know, in front of my house, my father had this car parked there for like eight years, and he just <laughs> stored shit in it, and it sat there, and it was just rotting away, <laughs> and it was just disgusting. And finally, somebody sent a letter to my house through a lawyer and just said, hey, this thing's an eyesore. Get it, is, rid of it. it was. And I'm like, thank God, because <laughs> I've been telling him for years to try and get rid of it. No, I don't want to get rid of it. Now I'm like, hey, Dad, we, you really got to get rid of this shit. The neighbors are fucking pissed off. And he's like, all right. And mm-hmm. we got rid of it. But even that was fight fucking tooth and nail. Yeah. It was just, uh, well, that's how your pops is. 
Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. For anyone out there whose whose parents are hoarders, uh, <laughs> I feel for you. But an M thirty five A two deuce and a half. On the other hand, that would look that would you know would really actually been funny about it. You you fucking you get rid of that derelict piece of <laughs> shit <laughs> car and you fucking park that, which is like what four times the size. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if my driveway can handle the weight of that thing. Doubt it. No, I doubt it. Dude, it's just like a thin concrete slab. There's no way. Shit poured back in like the 50s. Bro. Yeah, there's no way. I'll put some flags on that bitch. <laughs> American, some I Let's hope. go Brandon flags. Well, you know, you, you could have be, become a professional agitator and drove that shit around with like, you know, fuck Joe Biden, oh, Trump yeah. won flags on it. Oh, yeah. Somebody would have hired you. Oh, definitely, bro. You can make like two hundred dollars an hour doing that. Yeah. But then you got like, there's like risk of you like getting arrested and shit. Why? But for two hundred driving around a big fucking truck. <clears throat> no, not in the truck. I'm saying if you're a professional protester. Oh yeah. Basically a professional arrested. rioter. Yeah, you get arrested. Basically, yeah, yeah, but it's like usually discount. Like that's nothing. I thought you were just talking about driving an old truck around. No, no, not for that. That's oh. fine. But I see them now, and they're like ten grand, thirteen grand, and I'm like, man, for six grand, five, yeah, six. There grand. had to be a reason why. The lady said that they were downsizing the collection, and um, no, even if it needed a little bit of work, five, six G's, put a couple of grand into it. No, but see, I don't have that kind of money. I mean, I really don't either. I don't know why you came to me. I mean, I you got I, more money than me, motherfucker. Yeah, like <laughs> I mean, this doesn't mean I want to spend it on that. Oh come on, how badass would that I have tried been? Tried to spend it at all, bro. Imagine me driving that shit through the neighborhood. <laughs> it wouldn't fit. <laughs> it wouldn't make it. Side swiping cars. <laughs> yeah, no, it would just not push make them it. out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even the purchase or the. I mean, the upkeep would be kind of oh. a lot, probably. Oh yeah, it's but insane. it's the it's the diesel fuel that you'd yeah. have to just dump into. Oh that. my god, bro. I would want it just to be just fucking obscene. Like I, I would just want to be that guy. How'd the interior look? Uh, it looked like an old fucking. It looked 60s like shit. Military apart. Yeah. But what else could you could have like you could have because the back is pretty large. Yeah. Right? You could have like it fucking, had the troop benches. Yeah, in the you could have built like a fucking. It had the canopy with yeah. the troop benches, bro. Sick. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Imagine driving that shit. Commuting. Yeah, commuting in that. <laughs> Hey, really bad snowstorm. Well, fuck what snow? No problem. Bumper to bumper traffic in that thing. Just run everything over. Yeah. <laughs> That's just the asshole in me, though. That's just yeah. the fucking fuck you. But like, fuck I society. knew like you really wanted it because you kept messaging me about it over and over. Bro, like, I was come on, fixated. Dude. Come on, I, I really want it. That, well, that's your problem. You fucking you see these things that are useless and you just <laughs> want them, and then you complain like, oh, I don't fucking, I can't I'm broke. Was, but, <laughs> but, but but you still want to buy a fucking six thousand dollar truck that's gonna take a thousand dollars in fuel a day to run. Well, let me just say this: a lot of people spend. 50, 60 G's on a brand new truck. I was looking at one for six grand that does way more. It's fuck no, it's useless. <laughs> it's not. You can't do way more with that. It's fucking what, useless. What can't you do with that that you could do with a Dodge Ram? A t- a drive anywhere drive. for under ten thousand dollars. You you fucking <laughs> in diesel fuel. I'll, I'll I'll set that up as an Uber. That would be cool. Yeah, that would be that cool. Uber XL. Yeah, that would be. Cool. And I fucking drive someone to the airport in that bitch. Yeah, bro. That would be so cool. We set up like a YouTube channel and like set that up as like a prank Uber. Yeah. It's like, all right, get in. Yeah. And you just 
someone just fucking <laughs> on the belt parkway with that some bitch like can you take that on the you can if you you can't take it on parkways if it's going to be commercial vehicle. if it's commercially registered no but if it's registered as a historic vehicle which it was then mm. you can because it's mm. just a passenger vehicle at that point nice. but if you use it for commercial purposes then you need uh commercial plates no not if you're not if you're an uber no, but because of the weight of it, you might need commercial plates regardless. Yeah. But if it's historical, then you don't need commercial plates because right. it's from the 60s. Right. So can you use a historical car as an Uber? Yeah, why not? I don't know. Well, one know. that's historically plated. Um, Probably in you know, like in the city, you need a like a taxi. Right, but not, license, I'm not, but not here. Right. <laughs> Get in. <sighs> yeah, show up and like... Show up, there's like a 50 cal on the roof, and like some guy just wants to go to McDonald's. You will not fit in the drive through with that. Ah, get in, take it, take everything down, take the fucking. They'd probably be like, uh, I'm not getting in that. (laughs) No, people would be like, I well, I have to go. I can't can't wait. I gotta get to work. Yeah, it's gonna take a while. It's just loud as shit. Yeah, I mean, but see, that's just how I am, John. You could have like set up. A fucking stage on the back and oh, like yeah. have like a mobile band play. That's cool. Or like roll that shit up to a fucking like a street brewery or something. Yeah. See, there's there's endless possibilities. Oh, you could have made it into a food truck, that but you didn't cool. want to invest. No, I didn't. See, because you can get a regular food truck for that's actually already equipped. Okay, let's say you want to turn it into a food truck. All right, I'll just get a Weber grill, throw it on the back <laughs> of that bitch. <laughs> so you want to turn, you'd have to like dismantle oh, the I back, know, then you'd have to buy the equipment. It would be impossible. I know. But I didn't want it to be a food truck. I'm just no, I saying. Know. I know. Listen, my craziness sometimes overrides my common sense. And that's why you have me. Like when you text me, by hey, should way, I buy this gun? By the way, my wife no. was for it. I'm I sure she was. my wife. She's like, oh, that's pretty cool. I don't think she like knew how serious Well, that here's was. the thing. You sent her the picture and... And she was like, that's pretty cool. You didn't say, hey, I want to buy this. I'm going to put a big fucking no, sign no, no, on no, it. No, 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 no. I did. I did. I'll pull up the text and I'll show you. You don't have to prove it to me. I'm just saying I did. Don't embarrass, I was, don't embarrass yourself. I was really surprised. I'll call you out on whatever you give me. Hold on. I'm, I'm going to read I'm, it. I'm, I'm, hold on. I'm, I'm trying to search. Hold on. Search so I don't see your dick pics? No, there's no dick pics. No. What a shame. Uh... So I said, okay, okay, let me see. I said, sure, really? She said, sure, really? She's like, yeah, you can loan me $500 for my credit card and buy me a nice date night for dinner. I think that's cool, plus for zombies. I said, well, that wasn't the answer I was expecting. And then she said, we could decorate it for Halloween. And I said, I thought of using it as a business idea, like mobile advertising. She says, I like it. And I said, as do I. Well, if we weren't so broke, maybe I could raise some capital to buy it, but I don't know. She's like, well, sell a gun. And then that's... That's it. And then I said, we don't have money for a truck. Brownie face. My wife was on board with it 100%. She was not. She was. She was not. I just read you. She knew you would never sell a gun for that. She used reverse psychology on you. I would have to sell multiple guns. Yep, you would. But I would rather not. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, I'm sure for anybody that, who's still listening to this, I'm sorry that you have to listen to this. Someone's listening. Someone out there is listening. Someone in Canada <laughs> who's now buying that truck. Yeah. Hey, yeah, I just got a sweet deal on a six by six from some lady in New York. I don't know what else you'd be able to do with it. Dude, anything somebody you with an fucking imagination, wanted. anything you anything want, anything you want. There's so many other considerations. 
How much would the, the, the upkeep for that would just be oh, astronomical? It'd be insane. You don't yeah. drive it very often, so I'm sure that the, the cost of ownership would be spread out over a long time. That's not like something you drive every day. But it depends on how busy you are. Tires are fucking expensive on that thing. Oh, yeah. There's six of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's all like fucking probably like five grand for tires. Yeah, probably. <laughs> fucking the whole price of the vehicles. Exactly. That's why it's so cheap. All right. I think we're done for the day. Yeah, we're gonna talk about the gun show on the next one. Um, Guys, uh, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for sticking around. We, uh, if you stuck around this long for this episode, to (laughs) listen to fucking Taylor's like business propositions. Listen, Uh, I think it's a great idea. Anybody who wants to get a six by six and do mobile advertising, let him know. Let me know because (laughs) I need a six by six. Um, no. So uh, check us. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, NY Gun Guys. You can say whatever you want, but then it's just it's gonna be a week until every time you say something silly, I didn't say anything. You're gonna I can see you mouthing <laughs> shit over there, you fuck. Uh, check us out, Facebook, Instagram, NY Gun Guys. Uh, check the other episodes out on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere else you can find a podcast. Thank you very much for tuning in today. And Taylor, as always, stay safe. Stay safe.